the stickers. We got a frat sticker, of course. Duh. Yeah. Naturally. The crest. Um, moving over, we have a uh, Vineyard Vines snowman version of the whale. Wait, yep. is it wearing a is it wearing a scarf or is it a snowman? Uh, it's like a snow it's whale. A s- snow whale. It's got a top hat with mistletoe and then a um instead like a like a narwhal, but it has a a, a carrot sticking out of its nose. Uh, no free ads, but I I did get a Vineyard Vines long sleeve tee at the height of its powers, probably in 2015, and uh, kind of a dog shit long sleeve tee. The um. The screen printed logo on the back, like crinkled up. <laughs> I, I mean, it's got I, a great I, logo. Not accept this is free advertisement. So I think I think you're okay. Toilet. I'm kind of surprised. I think like you're the only person who's actually built to like fit in a vineyard vines piece of clothing. <laughs> like they are cut for a man who is ready to perish from heart disease. <laughs> it's it's cut <laughs> like a shoebox. Say it about Toy Boy. Nothing. I, it's toilet, a thick lad. It, toilet is a thick gentleman. It, it's, it's certainly not for skinny, you know, college students like you or I, Zachary. It's 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 for it's for the 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 guy who likes to frat hard. It's a generous cut gym. for a portly man. Yes, exactly not saying so. anything about you, Toilet. You wore a slim fit. Thanks. And it's, it was a dog shit tea. Appreciate you. As and now as we're going over, we have a Costa Costa Del Mar sticker oh sure. boy all the fly fishing and uh performance fishing that i did yep mm. um, the croakies on those sunglasses absolutely i did have a pair of cost costas and i lost them these are some of my favorite sunglasses um then i have the uh gopro be a hero sticker you have a okay. gopro sticker yeah gopro sticker do you still have that video of our new year's eve party do i ever uh, it's you probably are on that laptop yeah it's, it's on this laptop um, I don't remember that. Well, it's Assault. Well, it's, yeah, that's because we were blackout drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's because you were you were enjoying yourself in your Vineyard Vines t-shirt. <laughs> uh, that implies that Toilet was wearing a shirt at the time of night you pulled out the <laughs> GoPro. Definitely not. Definitely not. Okay, so then we have two more stickers. We have a uh, a, a very delightful and tasteful Mackinac Island turtle sticker. Oh, uh, cute. I would definitely... I I def- uh, definitely put on a, a new computer, and then we have one that's. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, this probably hasn't aged well. It's um, it's the uh, UP and just an American flag across it. So it's wrong with the UP and the American flag. Uh, no, nothing. I mean, I think I feel like some people might. Uh, it might be uh, on on. It, it it might suggest that you know wow. I, I unpatriotic uh, start to the podcast. It might suggest that. You know, I'm just a you're a, a UP a 2A, nationalist to a gun toting uh, UP nationalist. Exactly. A little a, thin blue line for you. An Upper Peninsula separatist. <laughs> they want to join Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> we actually want to be part of Minnesota. I, I feel like that doesn't Minnesota. Definitely not. Doesn't really match the vibe of the UP necessarily. They've got reciprocity across. Might as well just keep extending it east. They they would probably want to become more of a part of like North Dakota than Minnesota. If Illinois had an island, definitely Montana, but they'd be angry about the uh, Californians moving in. Do you think like Washington could annex part of Alaska? Or like, 
Illinois could claim one of the Hawaiian islands and be like, yeah, actually, this is part of Illinois now. <laughs> Guam, now owned by Illinois. <laughs> Visit Illinois.com. Visit <laughs> Illinois.gu or whatever. Come, come have is. a luau in beautiful Illinois. <laughs> Have Governor Pritzker it? is down in Guam campaigning for the <laughs> election 2022. There's a there's a great there's a great Twitter account. Um oh shoot, I should probably I Beautiful should, Illinois. Yeah, beautiful Illinois. Yep. It just tweets these idyllic pictures of Scandinavia like and they're like yeah, like pictures of Switzerland. They're like lovely Batavia, Illinois. <laughs> Naperville, number three place in America to raise a family. Right We're number a, three. In a fjord. Yeah. <laughs> and spot the lie welcome to a midwars podcast full of its beautiful fjords mountain ranges and uh vast oceans my name is toilet my name is luke and i'm sack shout out to the midwest this is the great time of year late fall early winter you have the snow flying around the michigan Ohio State game. Just the Midwest say, is how thriving. Awesome was that? How awesome was that? Midwest is thriving. Then that game ended. And you got to watch Michigan State, Penn State play in the snow. Is Fuck there, it. Toy Boy, is there anything better than watching a snow game from the warmth and comfort of your couch? That's the thing is being inside. Being outside, honestly, a snow game is way better than like a wind game or like a oh, cold, sure. gloomy, rainy, rainy, rainy game. Wind. Yeah all disgusting snow is almost heat, as good heat as like game. yeah heat hot game fuck that shit it's like basically the the boys campaign to play football in san diego i would love to see like this is what coach jim harbaugh is wearing today for the snow football game and just show like six layers of under armor underpants and like <laughs> Trey, All the... Trey, we we talked about this a couple weeks ago you're just recurring the tony Siragusa bit yeah exactly like <laughs> oh here's michael phelps diet going into the olympics like here is, are all the different uh pieces of undergarment that um uh what's his name the Rutgers oh. guy uh greg shiano is piling on before a game in new jersey this weekend do you, do you guys think harbaugh is a big time long underwear guy like yeah i was wears, gonna like say he, no no tech fabrics all cotton long johns several pairs of long johns underneath the khakis yeah, do you think he wears like the old like waffle print uh long johns that like all of our dads had when we were kids? I think you guys are when we go are, when we'd go uh sledding. You're totally wrong. I think Harbaugh is like a jock strap and maybe like an <laughs> under armor girdle under the khakis. Like he's dressing almost like it's a game, but then he has to put on coach outerwear. <laughs> he actually wears a cup. Well, he might actually, yeah. He He's might got actually. kicker pads underneath his windbreaker. <laughs> sure. I buy all of that. Um, well, I know we've got a lot of football to discuss. It was a huge couple weeks for football. We just had rivalry and things like that. But um, I was wondering if we could take a quick aside to go over a couple million dollar ideas. It's been a couple weeks since we've all been together here. Great time uh, yes. to make some cash before the holidays. Let's hear, let's yeah. hear the pitch. It's good. It's a good time. Okay. Been Christmas shopping. I've been broke. Do you want to hear my good idea or my great idea first? Let's start with a good idea so we build into your great idea. Okay. My good idea is uh, think of any run-of-the-mill bathtub that you've come across in your life. You probably are picturing a white 
or an off-white, smooth, uh, pretty boring-looking tub. Am I right? Have you experienced anything other than a white or an off-white tub? Sharks, have you ever seen a white tub before? (laughs) Like, in your 30 years of life. Don't you wish you could support the Dallas Mavericks while taking a bath? (laughs) That is exactly my (laughs) idea. Because my bathtub looks disgusting right now, and I really don't want to clean it. So we're going to sell people skins for their bathtub that have patterns on them. So you really never have to fucking clean your bathtub. Movie theater carpet vinyl covers for your bathtub. Exactly. Like who the like there's soap that runs off my body and other than me peeing in the bathtub, my tub should be clean all the time, right? Hey, pee, pee has ammonia in it. That's like a natural uh, disinfectant. Okay, perfect. Thank you for making my point Practically even Windex. You got water, you got soap, you got piss. I mean, what else do you even need in a tub to clean it? Why does it look dirty? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I mean, the, these are all the, great the, questions. Yeah, that's 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 great. Um this is Big Soap trying to sell us a bunch of different soaps to clean different things. You can clean everything using Dawn. Your car, your yep. body, your, your teeth, your yep. dog, yep. everything. I'm in. <laughs> your Pattern tubs. We get the kids into it. They get skins. You know, you can change <laughs> your skins out. It's like a microtransaction. I'm just, you know, I'm the, the idea factory over here. Toilet. I I, I really weird like about this. something's weird about thirty year old men talking about selling bathtubs to kids. What? Everybody needs a bathtub. Okay. Everyone uses it. Yep. Uh, they're in every house, and I would say ninety five percent of them need an upgrade. Zach, do you have any tubs in your house that need an upgrade? Yeah, we have the uh, upstairs tub. Definitely about, use an upgrade. You got a classy tub for the wife, and then you got a fun tub for the husband. <laughs> Man tub. Man don't tub. You get tired Go Mavericks. Don't you get tired of your visitors not knowing that you love the Chicago Bears? <laughs> well, do I have the product for you? Do you have visitors, but you don't want to spend time cleaning a tub? Get a tub that masks the dirt. All right, so if you guys liked that idea, you're going to love this idea. Yeah, uh, let's, let's. I'm already in that. love. I'm that, about to be that's infatuated. A, that's, yeah. a, that's a that's a that's a ten million dollar idea right there. If I've ever heard <laughs> one. Um, all right, so we are living in an ever evolving country of the United States of America. It's the melting pot. It True. is the home to the tired and the hungry and the people seeking salvation, refugees. All that kind of stuff. That's we got this people. podcast, Tired, That's... Hungry, and Seeking Salvation. You figure yep. out which one is which. <laughs> <laughs> um, my friend who teaches in a uh, nondescript northwestern suburb of Chicago says that he's got a student who is fresh from Japan, doesn't speak a fucking lick of English, just got here from Japan. He plopped into my friend's English class, and this student is just expected to jump in and basically assimilate and learn English throughout the course of eighth grade English. Now, my idea is an earpiece that goes into a human being's ear and it translates whatever language is being spoken at them into a native language that they are able to receptively understand. <laughs> so so this is this is toilet has government funded UN translators <laughs> in, in every in every elementary school. Yeah, 
like tier one of the the prototype is just me furiously typing into Google Translate <laughs> whatever someone is saying, and then uh, basically Siri reading it back to them in their own head. That would be the beta model, but we'd eventually get to one that can do live translation in the head. What do you guys think? I, I like this concept of like, uh, was it Blind Date? What was the name of that show? where they would have like their friend watching on a live feed and then like saying stuff into a earpiece into their yeah. cheaters. No, not cheaters. <laughs> it was like mystery date or blind date or something like that. Similar to parental control, but not parental control where like room Raiders. you'd be able to like give them responses. You would have like your boys in your ear. Room Raiders. What a classic room Raiders. show. Shout out. Yeah, this is exactly the same idea of just having like there's those ads for the Tony Romo in your ear, which I will get to a little bit later, which I think is very fertile grounds for discussion. But yeah, someone who is basically in your ear, live translating whatever native language is being spoken to you. Can't your phone do this? I don't know. Can it? Because that would help. That would help me out a ton. Why would it help you out a ton? Well, I have a lot of students who speak Spanish, and then when they don't want me to know what they're talking about, they speak Spanish to each other. And I know when they're calling each other a bitch, but that's about it. <laughs> what, like a- Guys, I know that. I know that word. <laughs> I know that one. Um, yeah, I mean, Toilet, go with God here. I think that if you can invent the like Dexter's Laboratory type real-time translation earpiece... I think that there's a there's a big market for that. Sweet. Yeah, put, put are, do you just for, have like a microphone a out though? Are you just standing there like this with a microphone in somebody's face <laughs> that they need to speak into? No, it's <sighs> toilet walking around with a boom mic. <laughs> I guess it's like a Tesla in your ear because it's oh, just going to Tesla ad- in your ear. Adapt to your surroundings. It's going to pick machine up machine learning. <laughs> It's going to learn over time. Intelligence. Oh, it's going to learn over time. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, here we go. We yep. have AI. We're going to have a software that's going to be able to pick up not only uh, language but inflection and idiomatic expression. Exactly. Uh, and it's going to have the same computing power as a Model S. Like, oh, the kid just said that you're really cool. But instead of saying, oh, my God, he's really cool. They're saying, oh, yeah, he's really cool. <laughs> oh, I fell asleep with the TV on. And now my earpiece thinks every word is Toyotathon. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. All right, well, we're going to get rich, what boys. Do? What are you going to do? We're going to get rich. That's what we're going to do. I think Tubskins has more market potential, but Tub I think skins. you know if you want to write the software for this automatic machine learning AI translator earpiece, uh, that I feel like we could find a market to, for it. Yeah. Okay, well, you it has could... to be like microscopic too. It's big nanotechnology. Luke, you just came up with Tubskins with a Z immediately. Can we come up with a cool name for this live translation <laughs> earpiece? Rosetta Stone (laughs) 2. Muzzy 2. Earpieces. (laughs) Is that a little sus now? Muzzy? Muzzy? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Can we get you want to cancel Muzzy? Yeah, let's cancel Muzzy. Wait, why is Muzzy canceled? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look him up. Was he just a blue guy who hung out with French children? 
Muzzy like, teaches wasn't English. He, wasn't, to he always, wasn't he always trying to steal the princess? That's problematic. There was a princess in Muzzy? I felt like he was a Curious George type character where we were just supposed to accept that Bigfoot lived among the French. Maybe they mistook him for a French woman. Am I right, folks? Oh, no. The guy Shaving who was armpits? The, the guy who was the voice of Muzzy died in 1997. Fuck. Rips. Oh, we can't get Muzzy to be the voice of Ear Muzzy, too. <laughs> Here, here, Muzzy too. <laughs> Return of the Muzzy, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, all right, I got two toilet stories. You guys want to hear a toilet story? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to hear about toilet finds a gold mine or toilet goes to a memorial restaurant? I feel like I want to hear about this gold mine. So long as we're you know making money this week. Okay, so toilet stumbled across a gold mine. I went with a friend to the city uh, to help her with an errand. Wow, thanks and while, for calling me. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> this was the beginning of October, so this has been on the the uh, the running agenda for quite some yeah, time. Yeah, the old dome. <laughs> um, and we were running some errands. We were kind of helping out one of her family friends with some chores she needed done around the house from two young supple lads, such as myself and my friend. Uh, and we were wrapping up after about an hour and a half of some schlepping, some lifting, some moving of items. And uh, her neighbor comes downstairs and and looks me up and down the elevator eyes and says, hey, uh, what size T-shirt do you wear? And I tell him and I say, he says, what what size pants do you wear? And I tell him and then thinking this is going to lead to a more, uh, you know, sexual encounter, he says, uh, well, I lost a ton of weight a couple weeks ago, and I have a bunch of clothes in my closet that I don't want anymore. Are you interested? Damn. And I, and I said, hell yeah, I am. I love thrifting. He brought me upstairs. No joke, guys. I got 44 long sleeve dress shirts. I got 20 short sleeve dress shirts. I got like <laughs> 10 belts. I got like 12 pairs of shorts. I got like a blazer. I got a winter coat. I got a jacket. I'm fucking stacked. This guy had class and style. And he was just moving to New York City from Chicago to, uh, to, to do a new job. And he's like, hey, I just lost a ton of weight. Do you want all these clothes? And I said, hell yeah, brother. He got skinny and then moved to Chicago? Yeah. Well, no, that... he got skinny and now he's moving to New York City. Oh, yeah. Okay. That makes ah, a lot okay. more sense. Yeah. Yeah. You'd gain a lot of weight and move to Chicago. That would make more. Yeah. I got yeah, you. It, precisely. Yeah, precisely. Live sausage and cheese here in Chicago. All all this stuff is dry cleaned. All this stuff is name brand. All this stuff is flawless. I am fucking stacked. I don't know if you guys have ever had another experience of just raw, dumb luck where you found yourself on the receiving end of just an absolute God's grace gift. I think this means that you're going to go broke, unfortunately, because you've just received a big windfall. And usually that doesn't portend well for your future endeavors. Are you talking about like literature? Or are you talking about like me as a person? I, well, usually, like, classical you know, sense. people yeah. who win the lottery usually end up like, just be careful out there, toilet. God, that's not what I wanted to hear. Zach, can you change? <laughs> yeah. Give me something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, I, you're going to have 44 days of great new shirts. Like, have thank fun. you. I thank mean, you. Like, a new shirt every day is a fun feeling. Yeah. Even if dry it's not clean. new, even if it's not new to you, it's still new, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a, it's it's uh it's a fun it's a fun shirt. I mean, you know how much fun it is if you go buy a couple of dress shirts on a Saturday and you know the first day it's first day at uh at work on Monday and you get to you get to dust off a new 
a new button down, some new, you know, Please. new van, a new Van Heusen and some Dockers. New oh, Van Heusen and some Dockers. Damn. When the new, Long when the new Dockers the, hit, HR fall. ladies better watch out. <laughs> Holy shit! Along with the Cole Hans, you know. Oh, you know, damn! Really great. <laughs> oh, is that a penguin belt I see? <laughs> is that a good fellow from Target Leather Goods that you're uh, that you're sp- that you're sporting today? Oh, with a Herschel backpack. Mm. Oh wow! Is that a Fjall Raven hat you're wearing because it's the <laughs> beginning of winter? <laughs> oh, the, what about the little baby Fjall Raven backpack that the tiny, mullet, the, the, tiny the one Neils are wearing? You got that Arcteryx windbreaker coming to work today. Either of you have like a, a like total strike of genius, like someone gifts you something incredibly benevolent, like out of out of absolutely nowhere. I'm trying to think about it. I well, I'm a pretty conventional size, so you you've got to really be consistent with thrifting in order to get the good stuff, because there are so many mediums in the world that that shit tends to go so quickly. Mm. And I'm a 32, 32 pants, which is like everybody. It feels like anyway. Yeah, that's uh, Luke. You're the first person who took me to the Levi store and showed me that there's odd sizes. <laughs> oh wow! He, he used to wear 31 pant. Like, how the hell did you find? How did you unlock this level of pants? Yeah, this um, this level of pant. How did you unlock it? <laughs> the first place I saw that was Urban Outfitters, I think. Oh, that, wow. that's the first place I bought a 31. I I think. I think that we went there together at the Woodfield Mall. Yeah, that's it. Shout out to all the odd-numbered homies out there. We see you. We see your crotch. We see your inseam. We see your waistline. <laughs> oh, toilet! You, you know deserve what I representation. Think? Speaking of bringing something back, where you feel like you stumbled into a gold mine. Yeah. I have a point here to say Kansas football is back. This pod's a little dated. Oh my god, Kansas, Kansas back. is so back. Back. I mean, it's I more like back Texas is, but. But Texas for, is not even close to being back. I think yeah, is more Texas than is, you. But... Texas is long gone. Um, yeah. Is uh, they're forward, they're front, not back. Uh, did you ever go to Stephen Barry's? Oh, big time, big Stephen yeah. Barry's. Guy. I feel Rip. like I feel like when whenever you like, I feel the, the, like Stephen Barry's came around the same time I believe, but my sister was starting to like look at colleges, and so I went to a few. And like you just look at the astronomical prices, right, for a shirt, sure, the bookstore where it was like twenty five dollars for like a t shirt you know, for like a, a a University of Cincinnati t shirt or something. Like, great, I'm not gonna pay that. But then all of a sudden you go to Stephen Barry's and you can get one for like four ninety nine. Yep. And the you can get a burlap and the star. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this was before. This was before like the you know the. Uh, performance fabric and micro cotton uh inventions but like yeah you would get your burlap sack t-shirt along with like you know you could maybe get like i think they had shorts too maybe maybe it's shorts and pants and then their big thing too is the starberries hell yeah yes. they brought the starberries um, almost yeah, the back starberries. uh my favorite yeah, thing about like that, yeah that was like favorite... you, could, you could walk out with like a hundred dollars worth of like t-shirts and like and sweatshirts and you'd basically have like the entire big 12 roster <laughs> i Everyone. love oklahoma and my shirt that says pokes i love the university of south carolina my shirt that just says cox 
That was a classic in high school. The cocks, the pokes. There's a new brand uh, that the kids really like that's called Virginity Rocks. So they wear hoodies that say Virginity Uh, Rocks, and then they wear uh, basketball shorts that have a giant 69 on the front. I I believe Luke has an answer to this. It's like some dipshit YouTuber. It, it's guys- like his thing. I don't know. It's one of like those guys. I, I, it's like, I don't know, man. It, it's not PewDiePie, but it's something like that. It's it's like, Danny I know. Danny Duncan? Danny Duncan. Yeah, Peril Dash. Yeah, Peril Danny Duncan. Zach, did you hear they're not calling it 69 anymore? <laughs> oh, wow. They aren't. What are they calling it? They're calling it 96 because the price of eating out has gone up. Oh! oh. Wow. Round Thank of applause you. for toilet. Thank you. Standing that. ovation for toilet. <laughs> is, that, is that an inflation joke? Yeah, thanks a lot, Joe Biden. Um, all right, do you guys want to hear my second story from this past weekend? Yes. Okay. Um, so... Uh, Toilette and I have been on the prowl for a new breakfast restaurant. We've kind of hit the classics around her hometown. You know, we've gone there a couple times. Nothing that's been outstanding. Nothing that's, you know, had us cross them off the list. But sometimes it's just fine to try a new place. So we go to a new place. Um, it was called uh, Family Restaurant. And then there was a name in front. Uh, saw the reviews. It seemed pretty good. So we roll in. The lobby of this restaurant is approximately 20, 24 inch by 24 inch photos of their son. Uh, oh, who has tragically passed in oh. 2017. Wow. Okay. At the unfortunate age of uh, 27 or 28 years young. So, uh. major, let me start by saying major rest in pieces to this young lad. <laughs> He died in a motorcycle accident. (laughs) Um, So that is, so the restaurant is named after this person. And then there are many, many large photos of this person in the lobby of the restaurant. Then when you get to your booth and you're handed a restaurant, the entire front page of the menu, as well as the entire back page of the menu is kind of a tribute memorial uh, photo wow. remembrance of their son. So my question to you guys is, is this an appropriate way to handle the untimely death of a child? Or could there have been maybe some tasteful adjustments made to the restaurant to still pay tribute to this person in, uh, in their life on, on this earth? That maybe would not leave such a lasting impression on their dining guests. The, the victims of communism flapjack hut. I've <laughs> <laughs> um, been to a restaurant that was like Dick Clark themed. I feel like it kind of felt similar to what you were describing, but I guess Dick Clark was a celebrity. I don't know. Zach, how did you find that that fast? Uh, it's really not difficult to look it up. Wow! Because oh I, I, I know, I know where, I know where uh, Lady okay. T lives. Okay. Yeah, Zach found it immediately. Um, so shout out to this guy. I just, to be honest, I was a little put off by the amount of, like, 
remembrances to this person's life were in the restaurant. Like it was a lot. Like as a dining guest, I feel like it was a lot to have to take in as uh, a per- a patron of this restaurant. A, a wake theme restaurant, though, because yeah, it's like- basically a wake theme restaurant. <laughs> but here's the thing, toilet. I, I feel like we're on the million dollar gold mine train right now oh no okay okay where this is going let's make some money off this oh a wake themed restaurant (laughs) would be incredible okay go on Uh uh-uh no no let's hear him out no no no. what what what? no this is good so every week can you make sure that the uh that the the incinerator and the oven are on separate floors Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't say that it was going to be funeral home themed. I said it was going to be wake themed. And no, also, okay. you don't need to like establish the veracity of having a corpse in the room for it to be wake themed. Oh my god! <laughs> but, so what else would be included in a wake themed? Family restaurant? restaurant serves liquor, by the way. So they're they're close. They serve saganaki and liquor at this diner, which is incredible, by the way. What a menu that they have going on, but. <laughs> Each week, you have a wake for like a different famous person, and each week it's like a new pop up, and you come up with themed cocktails for this dead person. And every week, like the Irish would love it. Irish people would be there every week. They don't have to wait for a family member to die. They can just go to Finnegan's Wake, the bar. <laughs> Finnegan's Wake. So you every, would have every every week it changes to like the name of the person who passed away. Yes, like exactly. Shirley Shirley's Wake. So like you would do this in a small town, and then like anyone from around the town who passes away is kind of a thought, or would you do like famous people? Famous people. You know how like there are like the pop up bars where it's like it's the office and. It's the office for Parks and Rec. And like, it's Dexter themed and shit like that. This is that, but way easier. So who's the most recent famous person death that we are aware of? Steven, Steven Sondheim. Sondheim. Jinx. Steven, so we would do a, that would be this Jinx, week. Jinx, Luke, you must sing a song. <laughs> must Everyone must sing Steven Sondheim. <laughs> That would be the theme for the week. Sondheim's wake. (laughs) Oh, that's Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, I'm fucking in. I know Zach's out, but I'm in, baby. Like, what musicals did Sondheim do? Uh, West Side Story. That was oh, that that was Sondheim. He did the lyrics. Um, oh, Company. I think he did Company. Saturday, oh yeah, Sunday in the park. Sunday in the park. Oh, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. The demon barber of Fleet Street. There you go. It could be Victorian themed. You dress up like Johnny Depp. This is a great idea, gentlemen. Well, can we hire Helena Bonham Carter to be our ma- or uh, Mater D? Or we'll just get some Invader Zim type woman to like hang around. Like we, we well, can. What is an Invader out. Zim type woman? Uh, you know, one of the girls who watches Invader Zim. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> a couple weeks ago, we went into we went into the hot topic at the mall here in Franklin, and it's awesome. They're still on that Invader Zim tip at uh, the Hot Topic. 
Yeah, that and like you'd be surprised at the sassy tees at Spencer's Gifts. The sassy tees that are next to the adult sex toys. A lot of adventure time content being passed oh, yeah, around. Big time. Uh, yeah. A lot of like a lot of like repurposed Bart Simpson memes too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's popular, like Bart Simpson, but he, it's Kodak Black instead or something like that, or just like Juice World. <laughs> El Barto. El, El Chapo El Barto. He's in El, ADX Florence. El Chapo Trap House Barto. <laughs> <laughs> um, toilet, this is a rich vein that you've struck i think that there's really something here i feel like this this episode just needs to be entitled the toilet tank toilet <laughs> <laughs> toilets here is my proposal <laughs> you are oh, gonna love this shit <laughs> it's the upper decker that's the tank behind the toilet right <laughs> the upper decker <laughs> no that is when you shit in the tank yeah, our ideas are shit. We're putting them in the tank. We're going to see what's coming out the other end. Unless you pee in the top of the tank, and then when you flush the toilet, pee comes out. You're saving water <laughs> doing that. It's so Boom. gross. Oh, God. Get some skins for your toilet. Toilet skin. Toilet, toilet oh, skin. That's, Still clean that's, your toilet. That's the next logical uh, adaptation of tub skins. I'll get a toilet skin of the Houston Texans. I'll get a, <laughs> a bathtub skin of the Dallas Mavericks. And I'll get a uh, Dallas sink Stars sink skin. <laughs> Let's go. Jack Prescott fathead in the bathroom, too. <laughs> this is my man cave toilet. Which is more lame, having a giant fathead of an athlete or just the generic helmet fathead? <laughs> oh. Uh... Did, you, did you guys have fatheads growing up? No, no, no neither did I. There, no. A certain one of our friends had one of a, of a Chicago Bears player, and I was always very jealous of it. Oh, I, I think I remember that. A seven foot tall Ladanian Tomlinson in my room. This is the Ooh. decorative touch that I, I really need for my home. I want a life size <laughs> Bull Bull or Taco <laughs> Fall in my house. I want a life size Omer Ashik <laughs> to put in my bedroom. <laughs> A life-size fathead of oh. Jupiter. Luke, speaking of Omer, you want to do some seeing red? Oh Ooh. yeah, we, we can see red. You want to see red? How was the game? Did you have fun? This is this is what we call segue, people. Uh, we, that, that, that was a great segue. <laughs> um, the game last night was a lot of fun. Uh, it's been a while since I've been that far up in the nosebleeds, not to brag. Well, it's been a while since I've been to a Bulls game, period. But we were, like, up there in the 300 level. And when you're there, the rows are, like, super narrow and the seats are really close. It feels like one false step and you are tumbling your way into, like, into the bottom bowl. (laughs) Into better seats. It's shocking there's not more Jackson DeVilles out there who are just absolutely eating shit in stadiums across the country. Who is Jackson DeVille? Oh Did my you not gosh, see what that? a great what a great Is that the guy who puked reference. sitting courtside? No, no, no. Jackson, Jackson, Jackson actually toilet. I think we should leave this as a as a joke to make Luke figure it out. Yeah, I own. think I think we need Luke to look it up. 
Okay, fine. We're gonna. This is a great <laughs> podcast bit where you you both know something, but you're making me Google it. You're gonna. This, you're gonna this feel is like excellent. An idiot. The, moment you, the moment you read it, you know what it is. You're like, oh, of course. Like that's so dumb. I oh just, yeah! <laughs> fuck. I just googled Jackson Deville Stadium folly, and there is a lot of results. <laughs> it's under, it underrated. It absolutely underrated Max mascot. Like, if Benny <laughs> the Bull is the goat, then Jackson Deville is like slowly, cousin. yeah, his cousin. But like, he just can't do anything right. But it's funny. <laughs> Yes, step stepchild or, co- or stupid cousin or something for sure. Okay, so <laughs> they they sh- they should have already. Kn- it looks like he's about to take a high dive. What is going on here? That's his thing. What? I think he he like jumps off of the the top of the uh, stadium at like Raymond James. Yeah, he like parachutes into the stadium because it's like the only exciting part of a Jaguars wow, game. Wow, all fifteen hundred people at this Jaguars game are getting really stoked about <laughs> this. <laughs> um, are we distracted from uh, seeing red to talk about? Jackson Deville, which is hilarious, but not the point of this conversation. Why does, he, why does he bungee jump? It's so dumb, it's so unnecessary. Did you see the guy who got blackout drunk courtside and like vomited onto the court? No King shit, king shit. It, it was awesome. He was just like totally glazed over, like when your friend is just basically unresponsive and puking between their legs. But it was like a twenty-year-old kid sitting in like a two-thousand-dollar seat. Awesome okay. experience. Gonna remember it for the rest of his life. Uh, but I was there for the Nikola Vucevic six of six from three pointer game, oh, which is something shit. that I'll remember for the rest of my life. The what? The Nikola Vucevic what? The game six where from six from three. Defend anybody? Uh, okay. Yeah. First of all, mind your tongue. Nikola Vucevic tongue. is not the next Carlos Boozer. Nobody is saying that. Okay, so no one be, has ever suggested that. Just be careful there. He is our Serbian king, and he just needs some time to shake the rust off. He had COVID. Yeah, are you COVID shaming him, Zach? No, I mean, I, as someone who is a was, is a COVID, uh, uh, a, a, a somebody who who overcame COVID survivor, COVID, you could say it. Yeah, COVID survivor. Um, <laughs> I, I can understand that. I can understand that it would. Take him some time to get used to being back out on the court. I mean, I, I, I sat at a desk all day and and uh, did uh, tax returns, and it took me a long time to get back at it. Tyfs. Um, but this game is also memorable for being uh, the day that Tony Brothers really gave the people what they want and immediately called three fouls on both Lonzo and Lamelo Ball in like the first quarter. Which nice. is exactly what we were all there for, is to watch them both get in foul trouble as they guarded each other. That is pretty funny. Did the other uh, ball brother play in this game? Jello was not there. I think Jello uh, might fuck. be in... I, well, he's not in China. He, Jello ball is not even on a uh, G League team. I, don't think. I thought he was on the Hornets G League team. He was, Well, he was, and then he, I think he got cut a while well, ago. Well, that's some aggressive typing on Luke's end right there. He is looking this up on the spot He's for on us, the Greensboro fellas. Swarm still. There we go. Very much. Swarm him. Swarm him. Swarm 
Uh, yeah, your number two seed Chicago Bulls, 14 and eight in the East. Uh, big W against the Hornets, another uh, playoff eligible team if they were to start today. Uh, Wizards starting to slide a little bit, Zach. I don't know if you want to take a moment to uh, to defend them. Five and five in their last ten. I didn't bet on the Wizards this year. I don't give a shit about them. Oh, what did you, who'd you oh, bet on? Oh, damn. No one. I don't give a I, shit I will, about the Wizards. I will, not, I will not be riding the wave of an entire NBA season for a $10 bet ever again. $10. We don't so unit shame. <laughs> no, it, uh, is not, it is not fun waking up every morning and checking Russell russell westbrook stat lines nobody made you do that <laughs> i know uh no nah, if i would have bet one i probably would have bet the bulls over that was pretty low right wasn't it like can you jump something? on it now can you jump on it now it's too late yeah well i mean now it's gonna now it's gonna be market corrected up to where it should be probably somewhere mm-hmm. in like the, like the 50s you think they'll be I don't think they'll finish as the two seed, but I do think that they will be over 500 for sure. Lonzo's middle name is Anderson. Mm, That's a little interesting. I wish his middle name was Gimme Duh. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Where was LeVar with that creativity? Luke, you brought it up. We must check. Lonzo Ball's nicknames on Basketball Reference. Oh yes, oh hit yes, me. of course. Um, Fucking hit while me. you're looking that up, Lamelo's middle name is La France, oh. and Jello's middle name is Robert. So sounds like Jello really got the short shrift there mm. for being the middle bro. La France. <laughs> His middle name literally translates to. <laughs> Got him. Uh, Lonzo didn't have a nickname actually listed. Should we give him one right now? Demar, De- Demar DeRozan's nickname is listed as Debo. Yeah, Debo coming. No, that's Debo Samuel. But he's from Compton. Oh, is that? Uh, am I missing something? Yeah, that, uh, it's a oh. reference to the movie Friday. Ah, uh, okay. There we go. You just got knocked the fuck out. Uh, a classic Chris Tucker movie. Shout out to Chris Tucker. Our thoughts are with you during the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. We know that you're sweating this one out. We see you. We appreciate some of your movies, but not your work as a human being. <laughs> Love it. Um, you guys want to take a quick break and come back with uh, maybe some football talk? Yeah, let's have some uh, football talk. Jazz music. Uh, Luke, your mute, your head, your. Uh, I took a break because you sound like shit. You, someone should have told me. Well, that's why I'm telling you now. You, you're like good for a while, and then probably 25 minutes in, you go. Yeah, you kind of like your your uh, um, audio integrity. You went a little like Daft Punk on us. A bit. Yeah, not, not not unlistenable. Not unlistenable. Just uh, yeah. Here, I'll clap. That way, you know this is uh. Yep. Thank you. How that about now? You, that's good. Okay. Where the fuck is my camera now? It's like in and out. It was like good for a while. And then you'll like go technology mode on us. Oh, is it okay now? Yeah, it's good. It's loud. I'm going to speak it. It's loud. It's like hearty. 
It's like you're getting right up in my shit. Okay, how about if I'm sitting back here? That's good. Okay. You uh, remind me of the Life Aquatic with the hat you're wearing right now. Thank you. Vucevic has got uh, a couple of fun names. Vuce, Nick, and Vucimane. Vucimane is nice. Vucimane Burr. So you know how uh, in middle school the kids were supposed to dress up for away basketball games like you're going on a business trip? Yes. So they still do that tradition today. And one of the kids is in uh, in one of my classes and like everyone was dressed up, you know, varying levels of middle school dressed up. So like you had the kids in like a polo and like Jordans and like a pair of khakis. You're like, hey, you're doing your best, whatever. I had a kid in my class who was wearing like a dress shirt that was just totally unbuttoned and then like sweatpants and gym shoes. And I'm like, dude, like, is this the best you could do today? And he's like, I'm not going to wear a tie unless it's Gucci. And then he thought about it for a second. He's like, or Versace. I would wear either of those. (laughs) A a person who is very familiar with tie manufacturers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A 14 year old kid who's I'm only going to wear Gucci or Versace. Like, Okay, yeah. Enjoy scoring six points in the middle school game that's after school today. Well, I'm dressed up better than Paul. He's wearing a barrel. <laughs> He's wearing a burlap shirt from Stephen Barry's. <laughs> um, all right, can we talk some football, fellas? Yeah, let's let's do it. Okay. Um, step one: toilet is going to the game this Saturday at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Let me uh, let me hit you guys with one of these real quick. Let me see if I'm uh, if I'm ready for the game. Wait, did you say Saturday? Sunday. I meant to say Sunday. Okay. All I was right. like, I didn't know if they're at that point of the season where they start playing games on Saturday. No, that's probably in a couple weeks. Um, okay. But I want to make sure I'm uh, I'm fully prepared for the game. So, what do you guys think of this? Boom! <laughs> <laughs> Your dog is gonna start barking at you. <laughs> I told Twilight, I'm like, I'm going to boo as loud as I fucking can. Just get ready. It's going to be her first Bears game ever. But my job is to be as guttural as possible to make Mac Nagy make sure he knows that he feels me there at the game. Easily the loudest chant at the United Center last night was fire Nagy. Oh, did you participate? Yes, of course. How could I not? <laughs> The well, high school re- kids or the college kids who were there and drunk on a Monday were leading it, and I had to support them in full voice. Because you as well were drunk on a Monday. True. True. <laughs> so that was the big story coming out of uh, a local high school playoff game against Lake Forest High School and Cary Grove High School. Matt Nagy's son plays for the Lakes, Lake Forest football team. Uh, and a bunch of students from Cary Grove student section decided to start chanting fire Nagy, which it sounds like has been happening at every local Chicago sporting event all over the Chicagoland area for the last month or so. Having a U of I basketball game. That's not even local. So I have to assume this is going to happen, but it's not going to happen during the season. It's going to, they're going to wait until the end of the season. And they're going to do it, but um you know, it's kind of nice for us because then we get a whole month of getting to boo him because it would be like way too satisfying if we just like, oh, all right, well, they fired him. Now, now what do we do? Now we just suck. You want to know what's wild? What? Minnesota's hockey team. The Bears are only one game back of the playoff spot. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, we with, saw the graphic. They can win the next six games and finish ten and seven. They can finish three games above five hundred. <laughs> Including wins against the Packers, two wins against the uh, against the Vikings. That's like the only thing that's like ridiculous is that they actually do kind of have a shot because if they beat the Vikings twice, like that's then they own the tiebreaker on the team. That's like one game ahead of them. So taking the Bears aside, are either of you thinking that Minnesota Vikings are a good football team? No, they're just no. insanely average. They're just gonna. Well, actually, it's funny you bring that up because I do want to point to our bet. Oh, oh yeah. The loser has to get drunk on a weekday. Are you ready to hear the, the updated standings? Please, let's do it. Okay, so for anyone who's not been listening, we have a uh, longstanding bet for this season for which team will have uh, will, will be average in DVOA. So with 32 teams, would you guys say the exact middle would be 16.5? Is that the exact middle for average team? I think it's 16. I thought that's but, what we agreed on. Is it 16 or is it is it technically 17. in between 16 and 17? I, I think it's 16. I thought okay. we agreed on 16 from the beginning. I don't know the math. Maybe we'll have to make the um, person with the advanced math, math to figure this out. But uh, currently, the Vikings, Luke's pick, sit at number 10 in DVOA, one spot ahead of the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, also fraudulent, just putting that out there. Uh, Zach is currently in the lead with the Denver Broncos being 19th in DVOA. And I chose the Las Vegas Raiders currently sitting at 20th. So right wow. now Luke is getting drunk on a weekday. Uh, congratulations. I'm picking a team. that's really good. Luke. <clears throat> I mean, I, I will do it for the podcast. I will do it on the podcast as a for, the content. for the content, for the content. I am fully capable of getting drunk in the you know hour what? or so it takes to, you know, what, toilet, toilet, you know what, I'm going to do it. All right. I'm going to make a claim. Yeah. I think the Tennessee Titans are frauds. Oh no. Ooh, you living in Titan up nation. I'm going to hang that. I'm going to hang the F logo on him. Okay. Well, is this because of the whole Derrick Henry thing? DVOA. Like they know. just kind of got some bad luck lately playing some good teams. Well, everybody has basically from like October one on everybody's injured. I know at least some people like some teams play, but like they lost Julio, AJ Brown and Derek. Julio had done anything for him anyways, but but the Derek Henry thing is, I think that's a huge deal. Mm. It's like Tannehill, Tannehill's like bad game. Like all of his bad games with Titans have come when Henry isn't playing. You think the Colts will catch them and take that division? I don't know, but hey, Luke, I credit due or credit earned. I have to publicly apologize for making fun of your Jonathan Taylor pick in our fantasy football league. Thank Egg you. On my face. I mean, I still think you could have waited another round and gotten him and maybe gotten a top flight wide receiver instead. Absolutely that's okay. not. That's okay. I don't think he was really at risk of going in the top in the first round. In the top 16, because that's when it would have gotten back to me. You have first overall pick? No. At the fourth overall pick. Fourth, yeah, I think he would have been back at you. I got Austin Eckler in like the fourth round of that draft. Well, the egg is squarely on my face because I had trusted Christian McCaffrey to not be made of glass. So, well, he has played ten games since being made the highest paid running back in NFL history. How fucking sad is that shit? Toy boy, I think I beat you this past weekend. 
Um, I don't want to talk about it anyway. Um, what I do want to talk <laughs> oh, about. Oh yeah, I beat you big time. So the uh, the New York Football Giants recently fired Jason Garrett, who is their offensive coordinator, because he was underperforming as an offensive coordinator. The New York Giants offense was ranked ahead of the Chicago Bears offense at the yes, time. Yes, sir. So what does that tell you guys about what's going on? Tells me that the Giants probably should have uh, given him a little bit more time. <laughs> it um, sounds like the Giants are in need of a bald idiot to really focus in on offense and, you know, retain his guru status without, you know, the other duties of a head coach. Oh, my. It's, oh, my gosh. That's crazy. What? Sorry. Well, I was just looking at this DVOA stuff and Detroit's not even the worst team by DVOA. No. They've been in all those games. All their games come down to a field goal and they lose. Oh my gosh. How funny was that? Dan, Qu- Dan Campbell calling two timeouts back to back, back to back. Yeah. Is, well, that's my point. Last uh, Jackson DeVille. No, uh-huh. I think it's the jets. No. Or the Texans. This is the bears. No. <laughs> no. Last in DVOA team DVOA. Yeah. They're, they have a, they almost have a 500 record too. The football team? Oh, Atlanta. Yep, you're right. Toy Toy Boy, Atlanta. Yeah, they're very fraudulent. Um, what I was gonna say is the reason. So everyone's like obviously complaining about Matt Nagy. I have some reasons to believe he's an idiot. Um, I know that the the players seem to like him and like playing for him, but the fact you are zero and four or zero and five off of a bye week, your team commits more penalties out of a timeout than I've ever seen a team commit. You call first quarter timeouts, which shows me that you have no game plan going into the game or the players are unsure of what the game plan actually is. The fact that you score 16 points against the Lions, you have the most impotent offense with not exactly like high caliber weapons, but there's enough shit going on there where we shouldn't be the absolute worst offense in the NFL. Other teams are firing their offensive coordinators for poor offensive performance. I think it's obvious that Matt Nagy's incompetent. He doesn't game plan. He is just an absolute awful in-game manager. The players seem to like him. That seems like the only thing that's actually going for him is that players seem to like him. And I'm not exactly sure why, um, but that's really, I think, what's keeping him in this. But there's no chance they're going to fire him before the end of the season, so there's really no point to discuss it any further i just felt like i had to get it all out there before i go there on saturday or sunday blew the shit up toilet i don't want to poo poo our bears 10 and 7 but do you know which team has the heart second hardest future schedule by dvoa to finish we, up the season we play minnesota minnesota the packers the cardinals and then who are our last two opponents seattle and um seattle's bad Right. Seattle is bad. Right, fellas? Yep. Seattle is the last positive DVOA team, actually, believe it or not. Um, Your Chicago Bears. Your Chicago Bears have the second hardest schedule from here on the out Giants. by DVOA. Cardinals, Packers, Vikings, Seahawks, Giants, Vikings. Oy vey. At least, at least we'll have a third-place schedule next year. Um, or we're going to have a second place schedule because we're going to beat the Vikings twice. Shut True. Up. Okay. Shut listen up. to this. No. Listen to this shit. 
The Bears oh. are playing the Packers on Sunday night football. And then oh eight days. Oh my God. Eight days Why? later. They're, they're not, eight days not, later. They play the Vikings in Monday night football. Why? Wait, 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 wait. I actually, I actually don't hate Kirk Cousins on Monday night. He's a pumpkin uh, on Monday night. Uh, why night do the Bears football. get national games? <laughs> why? And then the next weekend, we play at 3 o'clock against the Seahawks, which also is not good. We have to go to Seattle. Not good. Not good. Not Guys, good. it's not good. It's not good, Toilet. Zach, is it good? It is not good. So uh, one of our recurring segments we wanted to establish was Coach of the Week, W-E-A-K. Do we have a head coach? We can't go to Matt Nagy. It's too fertile of grounds. Is there a... Uh, a different head coach you guys would like to hand the uh it's not a belt what is like a more embarrassing thing a bonnet a bib you spit all over yourself a rag beret uh, a beret <laughs> coach of the week beret goes to who you want a raspberry beret and the find in I mean, raspberry sorbet it could go to Dan Campbell for calling back-to-back timeouts. That's a good nomination. No, that's that. That's just that's just a, a, a football guy not knowing the rules. Who is it? Sean McVay for his oh. collected works over the month. Sean McVay is a good nomination. I feel like there's one. I feel like there's one where like that's like glaring right now. Um, let's see. Are you going to suggest what that is, Zach? Or are you just pontificating? I don't know. Pete Carroll kind of sucks now. Tomlin? Uh, I don't think that's Tomlin. I think it's Ben Roethlisberger being a million years old. I don't think that's coaching. Um, I I'm gonna say Dan Campbell is up there. Ooh, Mike McCarthy losing at home on Thanksgiving to the Raiders was really funny in overtime. That was funny. You could make fun of Sean Payton so that he quits the Saints job and comes and coaches the Bears. Yes. the Saints getting their absolute gonna, asses kicked. We're gonna neg Sean Payton into coaching for Ooh, the Bears. Ooh, I kind of like that. Do you guys think he would leave New Orleans? Yes, absolutely. He'd, just, he'd do it because they have fields. Just doesn't. That's all that matters. He's like, a local yeah. guy. He went to Naperville Central. Let's Shout go. out, Bob Stoops is also the, the, an, uh, a local guy too. He grew up in the fjords and steppes of Naperville. <laughs> the, the vast fjord. Hey, what do you, uh, uh, Toy Boy, as a coach, what do you, what do you think about uh, Brian Kelly calling a 7 a.m. meeting to tell his players that he's leaving and then uh, end the meeting 11 minutes after 7? You know, it's funny because then the news broke, obviously, and then as soon as the news breaks, it's all over the Internet. Everyone knows immediately. So I saw there was a tweet actually of like a screenshot of the message he sent to all of his players, which was basically all that information. Um, I think you still have to have that meeting, unfortunately, because you have to like, you have to check these boxes. Like, Hey, I met with my players. I met with them face to face. And I told them exactly what is going on. Kind of the same thing he did with the AD. Yes. Um, Because you can't just, he loves him. Yeah. You can't just like, send a text and like be done with it, you know, because the players are going to say he wouldn't even meet with us face to face. Like he's a coward, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, no, he um, met with them face to face to tell them all to enter the transfer portal. Yeah. 
and transfer to LSU. Go Tigers. I mean, part of it to me is like, how much does this guy really owe these players? Like depends what he told them all in recruiting visits. If he said like, Hey, my contract is through 2021. I don't know what's going to happen after then, but I would love to have you play for the fire fighting Irish before then. But if he's just like a fucking snake and a liar, like the story came out today that he had Robert Salah and Matt LaFleur yeah. were grad assistants for him. And he had like a it's holiday ridiculous. party for all yeah. the coaches and their families and stuff. And these guys thought they were invited as grad assistants and they show up and he's like, Oh, you're not invited to the party. You're here to like park everyone's cars and shovel them out. Shovel of the made snow. them pledge, yeah. made them yeah. pledge. Yeah. Like put this Oreo between your cheeks and walk a mile, like, <laughs> and then eat it. Like Whoa. he seems like not a good person. <laughs> like Toilette hates his guts and she's hated him forever. Like that when that whole cheating scandal came out in 2011, 12, 13, um, about the players getting academic advantages like uh no duh the players at no notre shame. dame might not be able to cut it in like notre dame level it's, academic classes well, at least that was his only scandal at notre dame oh wait yeah there was the death of the pl- the videographer that was a problem what else are you yeah. referring to the death of manti teo's girlfriend manti teo's girlfriend that was a problem he made three college football playoffs and got his ass absolutely waxed in all three games that's a problem I think two uh, college football playoff games in one national title game. And I think Alabama killed him in two and then Clemson killed him in the third one. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Luke's uh, Luke's uh, favorite named uh, college quarterback, Ian Book. Ian Book. <laughs> Ian Book. Ian, more like Ian Playbook. <laughs> no more like ian ian dictionary because that's how good he was at football <laughs> we've talked uh, about ian book oh do ian book again oh, look, look do, you need, do you need to do you need to get uh do you need to issue a public statement for indiana being uh one of the worst finishing teams to start you know what you know what no to, to start i i don't I, I do not need to issue any statements about Indiana football. Indiana football is exactly where it should be. And you know what? If I was there, I would be drunk with those guys in the stands with my shirt <laughs> off too. Because <laughs> that's what off. Indiana football is about. It's about irony, occasionally going six and six and losing <laughs> in the pinstripe bowl. That is our lot in life. Okay. But the why does Rice play Texas? Because, because it's there's, hard. Because it's hard. There's irony. <laughs> there's irony. Where I'm able to I'm able to emotionally shield myself from the expectation of any team that I root for ever being good at football. It began with the Bears. It continued into college. It continues with the Bears. Sounds like you're entrusting the pride and winning tradition of your football teams to the weak and the timid. Oh, am oh, I wow. in charge of coaching decisions? Oh, wow. <laughs> No, but as a fan, you're you. I mean, you may as well be a a seventeenth quality a control coach. That that's true. As a merchandise buyer, occasionally I am as responsible for the Bears' performance on the field as, <laughs> as the Steve, coaching as, staffs. As a Stephen Barry's purchaser, <laughs> I have just as a, I have just as vital to Penn State football program as James Franklin. As a Bears 2008 Division Champs T-shirt holder, (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, since we were just on the topic of Notre Dame, can I um, regale you of my uh, trip to South Bend, Indiana a couple weeks ago? Yes, regale us. Go for it. Okay, so Toilette and I were in town for the week of the Georgia Tech home football game. It was senior night. It was the last game of the year. Um, let me just say the 2.30 p.m. kickoff is just an ideal kickoff time for a college football game. Preach. Coming coming from Illinois, going to Indiana, you're already losing that hour, so they're already an hour ahead of us. We got there by about 11.30 noon, but we had the perfect amount of time to get tailgating in before the game actually started. So oh, shout okay. out to all those warriors getting to the parking lot at 9, 10 a.m. for those 11 o'clock kickoffs. We see you. You are a hero. You de- deserve to be commended so that you can get to the Indiana Rutgers game on time and pop your tarp off. You can sit in the upper deck. Shout out to you guys. Uh, how many, Luke, how many 11 a.m. kicks did you make? All of them, pretty much. Well, I was there at the tailgate field. Let's uh, about how often did I go into the stadium? 40% of the time, which I think is significantly above average. So <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you're just taking your, <laughs> taking your tarp off at the tailgate. Exactly. How many times did you have a ticket, but you were too drunk to get inside? <laughs> uh, that would be the other 60% of the time. You had a ticket every time. Oh yeah. Season tickets for IU football for students are like 30 bucks. Oh, nice. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you have to get them so you get basketball tickets yeah exactly <laughs> and you got like points for more games that you went into to get like better seats for basketball wow that's pretty cool um so on the trip uh i was able to learn a lot i had never been to south bend indiana before i'd never been to a notre dame football game so um, i learned a lot about notre dame but also some observations of college in general Um, So as uh, we walked into the tailgate, the first thing that we noticed, you know, we're doing some people watching. There's a lot going on at the tailgate. There's probably six to eight dudes roll right past us in like kind of the same um, the same get up. They've got like white tennis shoes and then the jogger fit khakis and then various quarter zip. um, You know, you got your vineyard vines for the portly gentleman and you've got your (laughs) I don't know, whatever school issued Notre Dame wear, Patagonia, all that kind of stuff. And then they're all carrying a gallon jug. uh, And then there were different color. Like they, one guy had like a pink and one guy had red. And then there was like red, purple, yellow, orange. And, you know, it's, you know, it doesn't stand out that much because it's tailgate, but, you know, just kind of took a mental note Uh, later in the tailgate. I was talking to some of the students And I was like, yeah, we saw these guys earlier with like gallon jugs of juice. Like, what's that about? And they say, oh, it's called GORF, G-O-R-F. It stands for Gallon of Riot Fuel. (laughs) The tradition lives on. This is so heartening. So a gallon of Riot Fuel, basically you have a gallon jug, you either rinse out some milk, you have like a water jug, whatever was in it beforehand. um, And then you fill it with uh, rain alcohol. Some a combination of grain alcohol, and then they've been using like the Mio squirt packets, like Ooh, the water squirty boys, water squirty boys. And then some people are throwing in juice, some are throwing in like some kind of mixer soda, whatever. Um, but I thought you guys would be uh, like to hear that the the college kids are drinking gorf, they're drinking riot punch. 
They're drinking Riot Punch. They're just calling it something different. I mean, Riot Punch and Riot Fuel, I feel like we're, we're, that's as close as we're going to get. That makes me feel good. Reminds me of the Blackhawks winning the Stanley Cup. It reminds me of my college days. I'm glad to see some traditions still live on. Yeah, they just call it something different. They drink out of a different container. You know, it, it's like life goes on. The world is flat and it just continues uh, to spin round and round. Time it, yeah, time is a flat circle. <laughs> Um, so that was observation number one. My observation number two was the kids are doing what is called as Burt's Beeson. Um, I talked with Luke about this uh, about a week ago. Zach, have you heard of Burt's Beeson? Gosh, I can only imagine it has something to do with You never the, did uh... this? This is unbelievable. I feel like this is something that's right up your alley because I feel like you always have chapstick on you, Zach. I mean, I do. Like, I... Yeah, you probably have chapstick on your. You have Burt's Bees on you right now. Right okay. now, okay. Okay, live on the podcast. Toilet, take him, lead him through it. Well, I was made to think I was some kind of like missionary sex having milk drinking like absolute loser for not knowing what this is. Burt's Beesing. So you're applying it to your lips right now. When you are Burt's Beesing, as the kids will say, you would apply Burt's Bees lip balm to your eyelids. And you might even apply a little bit underneath your nose because the chilling menthol feeling of the Burt's Bees. Oh, he's doing it right now. Would actually stimulate and act as a natural stimulant to help the college kids, you know, stay awake for the late night party, um, you know, cram for a test, that kind of stuff. Fuck, man. I'm never going to go to bed tonight. Thanks for telling me that. Oh, you actually tried it. Uh Uh-oh. Zach, well, take it does, us through it. It does feel chilly. Got to put it and on I, your eyelids to get the effect. I'm not putting it on my eyelids. What? It's just wax and menthol. It's fine. The next time you got a late night drive going from Nashville to Chicago, you're going to want to Burt's Bees in the whole way home so you stay awake. He's applying yeah. it to his eyelids. And you're going to be feeling alert. Your eyes are clear. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Full hearts. Full hearts. Can't lose. Burt's bees. Um, now okay, put a yeah, little it's, bit it's on your like, taint. It's, 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 it's right it's on the tip. Like it's kind of like uh, it's like have you ever have you ever done a smelling salt before? Yeah. Yeah, like I, it's kind of like it's kind of like that. Like there's uh, Patrick Kane puts them around his eyes. Puts smell. I mean that can't be good for your vision. I don't know. He can he can spot those uh, creases pretty pretty well. <laughs> I could definitely feel I can feel toilet kind of like patches of chilliness in my eyes. <laughs> oh, wow. Now they're starting to tingle a little bit. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Welcome to your first. I, bur- I, will, I won't be I won't won't lie. Like there's sometimes you're like, you know, like during flu season or like if you have a cold and your nose is like just like insanely dry. That's what you got but, right now. But no, no, not right now. But I've been known to put a little five-minute pinch, put a little chapstick. Oh, it's it's settling in now. It's really okay. like doing its trick. Nice. I got cold ass eyes and a cold nose. <laughs> we got a Isn't fully this locked the experience in experience that you always wanted. <laughs> um, okay, next observation. While Zach comes down <laughs> from his natural high, um, have you guys ever been in a stadium and been a part of a human? wave where you were to uh raise your hands above your head 
as the wave continues around the stadium. Have you guys done that before? Yes. Yes. I went to Cubs game. I went to Cubs games back in the nineties when they sucked. Okay. So um, there was a long timeout, like a long injury timeout. And, and, you know, as students do, they kind of get a little bored. So we started, uh, we started the wave. What's the longest time you've been able to get a wave around a stadium before? How many times? Oh, I think it loses steam around like three. Okay. Zach. I think I've seen one go around about four or five times. I was a part of a four-time wave in a football stadium, which I think is pretty impressive because it's hey, a larger it's a lot of people than a basketball stadium. Uh, it got around four times, and the only reason it stopped is because play was able to continue, and I think people started paying attention to the game. But you kind of that first time around, you're like, oh, okay, the, who's how many people are going to do this? And then the second time around, we got even more people going. And then the third time around, it was like it went even faster because I think people were excited that it kept going. Um, so it was cool to be a part of a four person wave that, that really felt like a dude's rock moment to get four waves across the stadium. My eyelids feel terrible now. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll try and give you some spicy takes to, um, to keep you alert and engaged. Um, my like next, this is, I feel like this is the opposite. I feel like it's making me want to close my eyes. Oh, really? Bert's beezing. Bert beezing, baby. The kids are beezing. Um, Next thing, I was an absolute piss dog when I was in Notre Dame Stadium. So I, like every other gentleman, went to go rock a piss at halftime because we were all full of alcohol and needed to to, to expel. Um, I saw how long the line was, and I'm going to put my hand up here. I did not want to wait in line, so I went in through the exit, and I waited for someone to leave a urinal, and I just kind of snuck in and pissed. So... <laughs> incredibly poor etiquette but also this is america and we look out for ourselves yeah look out for numero uno this was poor form on my part um i don't think i've ever done this before uh but i think i will be doing it again because it was (laughs) amazing to not have to wait in line and i was not the only one doing it um so i think that there was kind of in the chaos and the confusion of um, what was going on in the men's bathroom where there was approximately 60 places to rock piss. Um, <laughs> I think it is okay that um, some people were exploiting the system here. So um, I just want to piss to confess in front of, you know, this is my uh, confessional uh, to us and all 50, all 50 listeners. One of them definitely yep. being the chancellor at Notre Dame. Yep. <laughs> sorry, sorry, brother, get a more efficient pisser, get a trough. Is my suggestion. Hey, um, from one toilet to another. <laughs> uh, this is an experience where there's no use for a toilet. Just go ahead and get the mega mega trough where you can pee from any angle, please. No, one in the middle. Just just, yeah, just just put a hole in the ground in the middle, and then just everybody stands around. Have pissing. you ever have you ever yeah. used a wall one? Yeah, wall would be good. I've never used a wall, but yes, I know what you're talking about. A wall urinal. It's yeah. basically just like it's there's a, a drain at the bottom. Oh, Ooh. that sounds delightful. <laughs> um, okay, my last observation at Notre Dame is um, you guys could probably think of one off the top of your head, but why does every college campus have one thing that's named totally stupidly where the phonetical spelling of it does not match up at all with how 
the uh, word is pronounced because there was a bunch of those around Notre Dame and I just kept getting pissed off because I was saying things wrong and people kept correcting me with their dumbass like oh that th actually doesn't make that sound it makes a sound like an x it's like okay fuck off this is so fucking stupid what does IU have I'm I'm a little confused as to what you're talking about really okay hold on hold on like no, oh, look, look what he's what he's talking about is like there'll be some hall named after a benefactor or some famous alumni, and it'll look like it says like like uh, I don't know like Jer- Jenkins Hall, and it's actually like no, it's Yunkins Hall or something like dumb <laughs> like that. They're like no, it's actually the pronunciation is like Yunkins Hall. Ah, uh, I see. Um, I don't really have one of those. The only one that comes to the top of my mind at uh, IU is that I took human sexuality at Good Body Hall, and and that and that was no. like a, a nifty little joke. No, there's definitely one. It's the Simon Skjit. Oh my <laughs> god! I I, I went to the, the Simon Scott Arena. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Wait, that's not Scott. Yeah, it's pronounced Scott. I can't believe you came up yeah. with that. Simon Scott. It, it's the Simon Scott Arena. S K O D J T. I think pronounced Scott. S K J O D T. Skit. Skit. So here is Frank the Shack Stadium. Here is the street that runs outside of Notre Dame Stadium. It is spelled uh, T-W-Y-C-K-E-N-H-A-M Drive. How the fuck would you say that? Twickenham. That's exactly what I said. And everyone laughed. <laughs> you must be an out-of-towner. <laughs> it's pronounced. And then I don't know what the... They fucking like screeched like howler monkeys. Like It's pronounced <laughs> drive. I'm like... Oh. <laughs> How the fuck would you know that unless you went to school here? Like, I feel like it's just a litmus test. Like, oh, did you actually go to school here? Or are you an out-of-towner? There's a building. I'll go to my alma mater, Illinois State University. There is a building that's spelled Schroeder Hall, but it's pronounced Schrader Hall. So anyone who calls it Schroeder is automatically a noob. Schrader. Um, it's, it's like called Schrader. It's like Matt Groening. Exactly. Exactly like that. So fuck you to anyone who judges people who don't say your fucking stupid ass building and street names correctly. Eat a dick. Zach, you got okay. it. I really want to know what that Twickenham is. You looking it up now? Twickenham? I, I think it's Twickenham. Twi- if I had to uh, guess. If, it had, it's, if it's being overpronounced. Gesundheit. Um, all right, my last thought here, I know we're kind of going late on time here, is I wanted us to just power rank some cops um, on Notre Dame campus. You had your um, your run-of-the-mill walking around cop, but we also had some cops on horseback mm. um, after the game, and I was talking to Toilette. I was like, what's the advantage of being on a horse after a game? She's like, well, you can get places faster. And I'm like, well, wouldn't you want like a Segway or like like a it's kind of crowd like a control scooter crowd control dude and dude that's dude, what she dude, said dude read a fucking book about cavalry okay <laughs> did you ever like did you ever watch lotr return of the king did you watch the scene when the rohirrim 
the Rohirrim <laughs> charged the flank of the orcs and the on the plains of Pelennor. Like, did you see that you can use that thing as a fucking tank at full speed as well? Well, I guess that's what my point is. Like, would you respect a cop on a horse more than a cop pointing a gun at you? I feel like I would respect the cop on a horse even more because I'm more afraid of the horse than the gun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A cop the on a horse is- pointing a gun at you. <laughs> Pointing a gun at the horse. That's oh my god! Horrifying. <laughs> I wouldn't want at least to. It's not a dog. <laughs> uh, cop well, what about, okay, what about a, what about a cop with a dog? Ooh, cop with a dog. That's pretty intimidating. Yeah, but but you can't see that when you're in like a sea of people. You can see somebody sitting on a horse, though. What about Which a cop can't... on a Segway leaning just a little bit forward? Yeah, you could tell him he'd be he'd be like he or she would be half a foot taller than everybody else. There you go. Yeah, that's all you need. What about a cop on a pogo stick? <laughs> Least intimidating. <laughs> you, laugh, law enforcement. you laugh, but I went to I went to the Williamson County Fair down here and saw the uh, intense pogoers. What about a police officer on rollerblades? Oh, no, absolutely no respect. <laughs> what about a police officer on like, you know, that little like electronic skateboard that's got the one big wheel in the middle the one wheel i was gonna say a police officer on a skateboard that creates singularity in a black (laughs) hole if a police officer touches a skateboard (laughs) like oil and water they don't mix the tony hawk game is just over (laughs) tony hawk dies whenever (laughs) the cop ever picks up a skateboard and does a (laughs) kickflip What about, what about what about a police officer on like a BMX bike with pegs and the other police officer is on the back pegs? This part pointing a gun at people. That's almost the worst. <laughs> or or on like a penny farthing bicycle. That's like oh. almost the same thing as a horse. That's a, no, that would be that would be a police officer. Would be a constable. A constable on a penny farthing. <laughs> What about a police officer riding? A, uh, I don't know. What's it? What's an animal of myth? A griffin oh, hovering over the I was going to go to as well. Um, a police officer on a on a unicorn would be quite scary because it you could use the the horn as a battering ram. It'd almost be like a cattle. It'd be like a a cattle catcher on a on a locomotive. What about a police officer in a recliner? <laughs> what about a police officer on a lock the locomotive? Train cop. Train. Liam Neeson is train Paul constable. <laughs> Paul Blart <laughs> Pop Tart. Ke- surf cop. Point break. Keanu Reeves. You better not commit that crime outside of water. <laughs> I confiscated almost $30 worth of reefer today. <laughs> Surf cop. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's all I got this week, guys. I think it's a heavy we got... toy boy show. Good, 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 good job. Good, good. Uh, Thank good you material. for carrying us, toilet. Emperor's new groove. We got we got our groove back, fellas. It's been a couple weeks. It's good to see you both right before the holidays. An ex- exciting time of year. Um, you, I got to give you guys your gifts last week that I showed you on the podcast a couple weeks ago. So true. Um, coffee is gonna be piping hot for days, and I'm probably gonna you, burn my house down too. Have you tried it yet? Does it work? 
Yeah, it works. It's great. Okay, let's go. I don't Luke, have any have candles yours yet, so oh, I haven't been fuck. able to try it. So I uh, should have gotten I'm you a wor- candle. I'm Poor working form. on it. Okay, right on. Toy boy, I'll get it. I'll get it. The uh, candle. Okay, perfect. All right, lads. Well, uh, until next time, have a safe and happy holidays. Let me be the first to wish you a happy holidays. Call your mother and tell her shalom. All behind the wall is over. Lift the anchors and open course for New York state lines. I think of all that went wrong. The sailor boys light up in song and they sing of London. Love they made there, will it really last? Anytime. What's that that you said to me? Oh, I'm a chaos space marine, so what? I love you, darling, will you take my metal hand? It's cold, in time you will find These things take up space inside your mind